And we are now down to the final eight, four and four. The Giants and the Eagles, the Cowboys and the Niners. Let's rock. And can you imagine? Can you imagine if we lost the playoff game, or rather won a playoff game, or even in a playoff game, in which our place kicker missed four consecutive <laughs> uh, extra points? Can you imagine that? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and for those of you that bet the over last night, sorry, that's the way it goes. For every one of you that's pissed off, there's another guy that's thrilled that Maher missed all four extra points and left the number dangling a half point away. That's why I always say gamble responsibly and don't get ticked off when you lose on a bad beat. Happens from time to time, right? That being said, I'm getting I'm getting all antsy today. Are you I'm getting all anti you, Philadelphia today. Are you okay though? Am I okay with what? Are you okay? What? Your hero's gone. My hero? Ding dong, the witch is dead. What are you talking about? What's Tom Brady preparing for this weekend, Craig? Yeah. yeah. Nothing. I'm gonna that I said the Cowboys would blow them out. Nothing. Yeah, yeah but what season over, career over, Brady's gone. Brady's gone. Watch out. By the way, save that because if the New York Jets sign Tom Brady, he's going to be the first guy in line with his son. Hi, Mr. Brady. Let me tell you something. Can I have a jersey? I would pass on that corpse. He's done. Check down, check down. Almost getting Russell Gage killed late in the game. Tom Brady's done. It's over. Todd Bowles can't coach. Well, I'll give you that. I enjoyed last night. Did you enjoy last night? Matter of fact, I did because I thought the Cowboys would blow them out all week, and I said it all week. That being said, Tom Brady threw 66 passes. Oh. Tom Brady led the league in completions. Oh. Tom Brady is not done. Yeah, he's done. You know it, and I know it. He's done. Tom Brady will be back next year. Bye-bye. He might play for the Raiders. He might play for the Jets. I think he's going to Miami, and he's going to burn us. No, he's not. And you and I are going to sit here next October 9th, whatever it is, saying, I can't believe that old man Brady no. got us again. Now, maybe this is January muscles, but I hope he signs with the Dolphins. I do. Do you? I hope he does. Because he's done. Because he's not that good anymore. Tom Brady needs everything perfect for him to succeed. Oh, no, I don't have a run game. Oh, no, my coach doesn't know how to coach. Wah. Goodbye. Well, See ya. To be fair... If you had a coach that doesn't know how to coach, it's a problem. And, no, <laughs> and no run game to support when you. Todd Bowles, I mean, let's be fair about it, right? When Todd Bowles called for a punt on a fourth, fourth and three, three from their own 47-yard uh, line, yeah. I'll tell you what I did. I started laughing. I started chuckling. I started saying, where have I seen this before? And you know what the answer to that question is, sadly? While you're sitting there guffawing and laughing, <laughs> uh, thinking about all the funny scenes from uh, House Party 9, starring uh, <laughs> LeBron James, you know where you saw it before? What is that? You saw it this past year with Robert Sala. I know I did. You saw the shades of that ridiculous coaching by Todd Bowles. With Robert Sala. There's Very a similar. difference between Brian Dayball and Todd Bowles. There's a difference between Brian Dayball and Robert Sala. You Brian Dayball has stones. Yep. And he showed that week one against Tennessee. Little did we know what that would turn into. None right. of us did. But Brian Dayball, in that situation, is telling his quarterback, go get me three yards. But it's different. He's not. He's got stones. 
But he doesn't take aggressive risks. He takes measured risks. Well, look at look at fourth and two on your forty-eight, fourth and three on your forty-two, or that kind of stuff. The one that really jumped out at me is on the fourth and one play from yeah. his own forty-four yard line. Game on the line with the game on the line, and he decided to not only go for it, but they drew up a play that kept the football in Daniel Jones's hands. Go get me two yards on a quarterback keeper, and he did. Right now, Daniel Jones is playing at an insanely high level. And when you look at the quarterbacks that are remaining in the NFC, yep. and you see Dak Prescott, who was great yesterday. I don't want to take anything away from After him. After those first two possessions, he was very good. And Brock Purdy, who also recovered from a couple of bad throws early on. Yeah, Jalen Hurts will see. He's only started one playoff game. Right now, it's crazy to say this. You put Daniel Jones up against anybody right now. Uh, matter of fact, I did. I rated Daniel Jones the fourth-best quarterback left out of the uh, eight guys that are playing. You put the big three in the AFC uh, the first? The big three obvious. It's, for me, it's Mahomes is one, uh, Joe Burrow two, Josh Allen three. And then I went uh, Danny Jones four, uh, Jalen Hurts five, Prescott six, uh, Lawrence seven, Brock, Brock Purdy eight. You know what? And that's not a knock on Purdy. No, no. And he just only played six games. Like I know your deal. Maybe you're just trying to piss people off. Oh wait, uh, Evan, who might I be trolling <laughs> well, by putting Daniel Jones ahead of Jalen Hurts? <laughs> who might I be <laughs> trolling there now? To be fair, Jalen Hurts has played one playoff game in his career. He threw two interceptions and they lost the game. They got blown out. Yes, they did. They were getting killed in that game to Tampa last year. But not only that, let me back you up, bro. Thank you. I'm gonna back you up. We're all about what's happening now, not what happened in week three. We're all about what's going on now, not what happened in week eight. In the last four games Daniel Jones has played, really starting with that huge game against Washington that they needed to win, he's completing 70% of his passes. He's thrown five touchdowns. He's turned the ball over one time. He's rushed for 238. He has scored two touchdowns over that four-game sample. When the game started to be elevated, yeah. Daniel Jones has been as good as anybody. And not to knock Jalen Hurts, he's been banged up. Yeah. But his last two games he played, the Chicago game where he got hurt, and then obviously the last game against the Giants, he hasn't done a touchdown pass. He's thrown three interceptions. He's completed 58% of his passes. Like, I'm not burying Jalen Hurts, no, but if we're, going by, great year. if we're going by the recency bias of the last few weeks, yeah, Daniel Jones has played better. And I read this this morning, just to back you up even further, since week 14, PFF has graded every quarterback in the NFL. There is only one quarterback in the sport with a higher grade than Daniel Jones, and that's Joe Burrow. So let's just be honest about what we're seeing. Over the last four, five, six weeks, whenever you want to start this sample size, right. Daniel Jones is playing as well as anybody. And uh, the, the rub on that is the Giants come into this game rolling. The New York, the Philadelphia Eagles come into this game not rolling. Uh, having lost uh, two of their last three, Obviously not playing great against the Giants, uh, the Giants' third stringers or second stringers. And if, the, if momentum counts for anything, if confidence counts for anything, the Giants have it. The Eagles will have it when they think about what they did to the uh, Giants earlier this year, that they uh, blew them out. Giants weren't competitive in the game. Uh, but there's a lot to be said for you know, Janet Jackson's theme song. What have you done for me lately? You're right. And lately... Daniel Jones has been a money quarterback and among the very best in the league. So I think we can officially start the week of Foo Philly right now today. All the Philly hatred can come out. All the Philadelphia nonsense. I think you got to bring it. 
I think you got to share stories of bad things that happened to you in Philadelphia. I think you got to share stories about the animals that come up here and root for the Eagles when they play uh, the Jets or Giants. I think it's time that we have a divide between the two cities of New York and Philadelphia. And I think that moment and that day starts right now. May I ask one question? And I'm sure you have a great answer for it. I don't know what the question is. Um, I was in your office this morning because yes, I love hanging out with you. We hang out before every show. We're a brotherhood. And as I went to sit down in the massage chair that's in your office, yeah. I had to move something. Because there was something. Did I leave on a case the, of water there? It was not a case of water. It was an article of clothing. Oh yeah, I've been, I've been doing some house cleaning. Uh, I've got some hats. I've got some shirts. Yes, it was a sweatshirt. Do uh, you want to tell the audience what the sweatshirt was, or would you like me to do it? I mean, Tommy can go grab it if he wants. I don't mind if the you want to tell people what I had in my office. I needed to move so I could sit down and get a massage. Oh, I know. What? I know what it was. I know what it was. It was the uh, Von Rohr. Uh, sweatshirt, my folks, friends own the equipment company. Nope. Uh, I know what it was. Yeah. It wasn't Von Rohr? It was not. It was of a sporting was it, uh, franchise. Was it a uh, Kicks Construction? It was not. Another bus. Uh, a it was not one. a sponsor. It was a I'll franchise that plays sports. Was it uh, Sam and Trenton's uh, cable TV network? It was not. It was not. It was not. Hmm. Um, oh, was it the Papa Bagel Store sweatshirt? Nope. Not known but famous. Oh, for four. Oh, for four. Well, and you're saying it was a team. It oh, was a it's probably sports. the Staten Island Ferryhawks. It was not the Staten Island Ferryhawks. Yeah, there was a franchise, and I was disgusted by this. I said, "Really? Yeah. This is sitting on my beautiful massage chair." Was it this? What did it say? Was it? Was it this? Uh, you're holding up a black sweatshirt. Turn yeah. it around. What does it say yeah. on the front? It's merely a black sweatshirt. What I does mean. it say on the front, All Craig? It says on the front is. NFL oh, team store. NFL. Yeah. Does it have a name on the front? By the way, I bought this uh, at fanatics.com, I'm you, pretty sure. You bought this? I bought it, yeah. You bought the six-letter curse word sweatshirt on your Man, own? Turn so. it around, Craig. Okay. What does it say? I oh, let me see. I think I, I see it. it. What's that first letter, Big Mac? I believe it's an E. What's the second letter? That's an A. What's the third letter? Uh, can you move that tie a little, the, the string? Just to be sure, that's a G. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a G. G, so it's E-A-G? Yeah. And then what's the fourth letter? L. And then next? Uh, One I covered, E. E. So it's E-A-G-L-E. And what's the last a letter? It's S. An S. It's S. Yeah. You've got some explaining to do, big it's, man. Yeah. What, what the hell is that? Uh, It's apparently an Eagle sweatshirt. In your office? It's an Eagle zip-up, yeah. And I bought it. And you bought it? I bought it, that's right. <laughs> what the hell? I bought it for uh, my daughter, who is an Eagles fan. Yeah, that's right, because I'm a good dad. Aiding and abetting the enemy. That's what we call that. I hate Philadelphia. Do you, though? I love Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I saw that on yes. Eagle Week. Look, on Eagle Week. On uh, Foo Philly Week. I'm trying to have a Foo Philly sweatshirt made. Oh, are you? Yeah, I got to call my, uh, my friend's uh, CC Music Factory and get some of these uh, bad boys made. Hey, uh, Tommy, do me a favor. Can you go downstairs and Vinny up? Uh, my tailor's here for Big Mac. He's gonna <laughs> he's measuring Big Mac today, so he can have a uh, customized uh, suit made. Oh, nice! Which I promised him for uh, his Christmas gift. Yeah, that was in relation yeah. to Dan was it Daniel Jones getting his offensive lineman suits? I think uh, that's where it came from. Uh, is that what it was? And yeah. Saquon Barkley, the two of them. Yeah. yeah. So I decided since you guys seem to really really like the idea of getting people suits, uh, Big Mac was into it. I would get him a customized suit. 
and uh, my buddy Vinny from Scorantino Taylors is downstairs. And uh, as soon as Tommy goes down, I'll bring him on up. And we'll fit the big man for a suit. Look at that. Yeah, maybe we'll even uh, put some eagle colors on it. <laughs> how, about, <laughs> how about that? A little eagle tag on the inside. Now, I bought this sweatshirt for my daughter. I did not fit her. She didn't like the style of it. So I'm going to return it and get a different one. And, yes, I have Eagles logo in my office. Mm. I do. Now, I'll tell you what. If you want to give me the $60, I will give this to you for a very special Foo Philly-themed <laughs> FSU Friday. I've been thinking about that. And because uh, it, it was 60 bucks, So we could burn it? If you want to take it and do what you got to do to it. But I got to get my money back. We can defile it if you, you like. Do I don't care what you do to it. Okay. Yeah, you can treat it like, uh, well, I got to be careful. <laughs> yes. You can do whatever you want to it. Just like the way you're going to defile yeah. the Philly pretzel. Same thing. Well, yes. Oh, I'm going to beat the hell out of that pretzel <laughs> uh, after I make mad, passionate love to But I am going <laughs> to beat the hell out of that pretzel on Thursday and Friday. So, yes, I do have an Eagle sweatshirt here. Uh, it's not mine. I'm not wearing it. I'm returning it. And getting a credit to buy something else. And what is that going to be? An eagle onesie? Probably an eagle like, hat? Maybe an eagle's blanket. <laughs> uh, an eagle hat. I don't know. I will give you credit for this, though. And I thought yeah. it was very creative if you did it on purpose. You're wearing a San Francisco Giants sweatshirt. Yeah. But I like it. It's like you're double entendering here of, hey, I'm going to support the Giants by yeah. not actually wearing your Giants gear. But it says Giants, so technically yeah. I'm supporting the Giants. It would be kind of fugazi if I rocked, like, an old-school LT shirt. No, nah, you, you can't do like, that. Like, I'm not a Giants fan, but I'm a New Yorker. Right. So this is the closest thing I got that says Giants on it where Giant fans wouldn't be like, yo, you're not a Giants fan. You know, people get weird about that stuff. Yes. Like, I don't. I think it's just clothing. Who cares? But I know that there's a good percentage of people. I think you may even be in that percentage I, of people. Sort of them, yes. That believes you shouldn't wear certain things. Yeah, there are rules. I think it's completely cockamamie. But out of uh, deference to you. Thank you. And the members of our audience that would be turned off by it. I will not wear New York Giants gear this week. I respect that. And I thought about calling for an axe and getting some gear, but that would be inappropriate. No, just call them to get Eagle gear, right? Well, no, I bought this. <laughs> Why'd you buy that? You call for free stuff for everything no, else. No, because no, I don't. You have to say the difference. If I want something for personal use for my family, I buy it. Gotcha. So if, if I want you. something for the show, which I think will add the show... Then I call them and they graciously send it. Gotcha. So, but I never cross that line. You don't if abuse I'm, your if privilege. If I'm getting something for personal use that's got nothing to do with the show, like I'm never going to mention it. Right. Credit card purchase, bang. Yeah, but guess what? This yeah. should be free. We just mentioned it. Nah, but I already bought it. It's all good. And they're <laughs> very, they're so good to me. And uh, as you know, the uh, founder of Fanax is one of my best friends in the world, and would give me the shirt off his back. But I don't play that way. Okay, good. Now burn yeah. the shirt. Thank well, you. Well, if you give me $60, I'll give you the sweatshirt do the hell you want I'll with consider it. doing that. I have no problem doing that. Mm -hmm. If you want to defile this uh, beautiful Antigua women's sweatshirt with that Eagles logo on it, <laughs> you know, made in America, feel free to do it. But I got to get my 60 I was bucks. looking for a Philly fanatic blow-up that I could, you well, know, I destroy. I love the fanatic. No, I mean, I respect the well, fanatic. The fanatic's the best mascot in sports. No, I respect what kind of mascot he is, but in this week of foo Fillying, in this week of remembering all the things we hate about the city and the teams that yeah. are there, yeah. to me, the Philly fanatic is the, the mascot to destroy. All right, so how about this? Would you like to bring back on a one-off special mm -hmm. this Friday... FSU Friday. I think for the sake of Philly, yeah. All right, so it's on like Donkey Kong. If you don't know what FSU is, it's uh, something we did, what, a year ago? 
year and a half ago, where every Friday we destroy things. Yeah. We drop them from rooftops. We burn them. We throw bowling balls into them. We bow and arrow them. We destroy things violently. It's called FSU Friday, which stands for FS Up. Hopefully you understand the F and the S now. And uh, there's sweatshirts you can buy and T-shirts and whatnot. And uh, we videotape everything. And we post it online, and you get some weird voyeuristic satisfaction oh, I get out of watching us destroy things. Yes. So if you want a Philadelphia-themed I think we have FSU to. Friday, I'm all in, Now, baby. what I'll take care of, Big Mac, is I'm going to take care of the Phillies, because we're theming the entire city right, of Philadelphia. Do, do what you got to do. You got the Eagles as a Giant fan. I okay. take care of the Phillies yeah. as a Met fan, because I'm thinking of finding a Chase Utley, you know. You do what you do. Something so I got the Sixers. to destroy, and you got the Sixers? I mean, I assume. Well, what's Tommy doing? Flyers? It's Tommy's a diehard Giant fan. He yeah. should be in on the FSU also. Well, both do Eagles. You want to you, you want, you want FSU the Eagles? What do you want to do? I think in theme of what I used to do with the FSU Friday, I have a very fun, creative idea that oh, we will uh I mean, people would have to go back and watch the old videos to see your brilliant ideas. <laughs> well, I think, While I think we're out on the street burning things yeah. and taking, uh, you know, sledgehammers to them. If I remember correctly, you were folding uh, papers into uh, cubes and leaving them in people's mailboxes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was blow-drying yeah. an ice cube one time. Yeah, so you're, it'll really, be something, you're really effing us up. You it'll really be something Philadelphia-themed. Yeah, did you go get Vinny or no? Vinny is here, and he's, he's waiting, standing right. by. He's in the uh, Did he bring any sandwiches? Uh, he had a suitcase with him. Maybe oh, maybe he makes, he makes, he makes suits man. and sandwiches? No, he doesn't make sandwiches. He oh, usually okay. gets sandwiches. Oh, okay. But there's no way Vinny came up here without a sandwich for me. He knows better than that. He didn't come up here just to <laughs> make you for a suit. He better have gone to Ali Antico and gotten me a sandwich. Tell you that right now on Sullivan Street. Coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios. Powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. This is going to be a fun week. And now that we know uh, all the teams, the final eight, uh, it's game on. And Saturday night's going to be so awesome. Saturday night is going to be oh, lit, as the kids would say, I Craig. I cannot wait. Like, Saturday night football games are the best. I wish there were more of them. And I cannot wait for 8-15 on Saturday night. Uh, the 1800s going to be flowing. There'll be a lot of other things happening uh, in and outside the scope of my understanding. And the TV, I, I may even upgrade. I may even upgrade, Evan. I may upgrade. I have a 32-inch Toshiba, as you know. I'm going 55-inch Samsung, I think. Look at you going crazy. Yeah, I think it's time for the old Samsung thin smart TV. If only Boomer would deliver on what he said he would <laughs> so that I could watch games uh, in beautiful, bright Technicolor. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. So, uh, Vinny Scorantino, the tailors here. We're going to get Big Mac all set up with a hot suit. Uh, for the holidays and birthday parties and uh, christenings and Valentine's Day. And part of the deal, though, is he has to wear it to work one day. So uh, we'll get to that in just a second. First, as we get ready for the Foo Philly week, that's going to be off the charts because the Giants have a real shot to win this game. We can talk all we want to respectfully about the Eagles being the number one seed. That's all well and good. The Eagles are the better team talent-wise. I'm not going to dispute that. The Eagles have a quarterback who played at an MVP level until he got hurt. They've got stud-wide receivers in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Uh, Miles Sanders had a great year. Obviously, Boston Scott's uh, your bugaboo uh, historically. But the New York Giants right now 
are playing the best offensive football they've played all year, and they're the healthiest they've been defensively in a long time as well. So you know the old adage, Evan, why not us? And you know what else? There's yeah. only one quarterback left in the NFC who's never won a playoff game. Jalen Hurts has never won a playoff That's game. That's right. Daniel Jones has won a playoff game. Dax won a couple of playoff games. That's right. Even the unheralded Brock Purdy has won a playoff game. So, that's right. That's exactly so right. So, there is one remaining quarterback that. who maybe someday he'll win one. Now, he's I been to a playoff game before. Yes. But it did not go well. No, his team got blown out in that that's game, actually. right. So, if you're a Giant fan looking for an edge, I got you, baby. <laughs> I got you. And the more I thought about yesterday's show, the more empowered I am that there is no reason at all for you Giant fans to get on the turnpike and drive down there. Why? Stay home, party at home, drink at home, vape at home, eat at home. You know home, what the problem, though, is, Watch Craig, the game with your buddies and Craig, have a great time. Craig, here's the problem. Matter of so fact, I would get a six-foot sub from Telercios, all right? I'd have them deliver it, and I'd sit there. I'd go to the liquor store, get the 1800 and I'd make a whole weekend out of it. I'd make it a sleepover party. Let's go. So the problem Old is, yesterday, style. I was on social media, and I saw... This giant fan from a giant blog saying, we got to do a road trip down to Jersey. Ah, crazy. Well, let me finish my thought, and then you Please can Please go right ahead. Because that's not the point. Oh, I thought that was the point. The Eagle fans then started mocking them as, Ooh. you never come to our building. You're afraid of us. Yeah. There's never been giant fans in our stadium. They're comfortable, and they're arrogant. And don't you think that has to change? Because the Eagle fan, to their credit, has filled up MetLife Stadium many times before. Why is that okay, well, but the Giant fan never has its presence felt in Philadelphia when they're that close? Listen, we show I, up to Philly games. We show up to Flyer games. We show up to Sixer games. Yeah. Why not the Eagles? I don't we're know. Afraid? We're definitely not afraid. Giant fans can handle themselves. No, but Craig, the and Eagle, I'm not endorsing fighting anywhere. It's we're not about fighting. Fight. It's about showing up and going to a game. Eagle fans are fun, mocking though. at the idea that Giant fans would ever fill up their building. You're good with that? By the way, we're not going to fill up their building. But why they got 80,000 seats. We're no, not no, going to fill no, it no, up. No, no. But why not be represented? I'm going to tell you why. Every because other game between Philly and New York features a good amount of New York yeah. presence. Why not this one? I'll tell you why. Why? Because you got to be selfish about these things. And when it comes to being a selfish fan, it's a nighttime game, so the driving part of it is an issue. You could have so much more fun and enjoyment with your crew, with your wife's friends, family, whatnot, making an entire late afternoon, early evening out of it where you treat it like it's Thanksgiving. You get crazy yeah, crack, crack, food, crack. crazy booze. You aren't the right. Yeah. You aren't the right. Person I am the demo. I'm the perfect person. No, to you don't this like question. going to games when they're in the backyard, though. You don't go to MetLife Stadium. You don't go to the Guard. You don't go to City. You've admitted you don't like going to games. I prefer so, staying home. So you. The guy who doesn't like going to games yeah. here is lecturing me and That's others right. about going to a game That's right. down the turnpike? Because uh, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to be said about experience, uh, Evan. What experience? experience? You don't go to games. You hide I your basement. I used to go to games, and then I turned 38. Exactly. And now I don't go to games anymore, and gosh darn it, I like being home. I like using my own bathroom. I like instant replays. I like going like this, which I do in my own home. And it's a very, very distinct thing I do. It sounds like this. It's a double snap. Nachos, 30 seconds later. Yeah, I ain't going to work at the I wink. go three snaps, <laughs> and the little lady brings me a uh, drink with soda. That's right. They're all trained. 
That when the big fella snaps, everybody reacts. <laughs> and lately, it's even the my bigger sons, fella. Because you're putting on Even my on sons know when daddy snaps, you get off your ass and go serve him. Okay, so you don't want to go play, to Philly. I play games outside, so, and we go in the garage for things that so we probably shouldn't be doing. You don't want to go to Philly because you're fat, you're lazy, and you have servants. Okay, that makes sense. By the way, I don't have servants. I have family members who are at my beck and call. You describe Because I'm the king of my castle. So you got servants. So I get that. No, no. You have servants. I don't have servants. I have family members who are at my beck and call. I've never described snapping my fingers to get something for me. Yeah, you do it in a different way. You go like this. What's for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Matt's in New Jersey on the fan. Matt, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Can you guys hear me well? No. All right, hold on. Because I have my earpiece. We hear you great. You sound terrific. You're sexy. (laughs) <laughs> All right. All right, Carl. Well, I, I agree with you on this with the on X's and O's. We, we got a lot of momentum coming in. They've been off for a while, but I'm not calling about that. I went to the link a few years ago after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, my buddy's my buddy's fan. Well, now, now we can't hear you. Now you break it up. Mm-hmm. But it sounds to me like you ran into a bunch of wild animals from Six Flags, and uh, the hyenas got you. And it was a terrible experience. You're scarred for life, and you never want to go back to that beautiful city that our country was founded in. What do you want me to tell you? You're the bad people. I don't know what else to tell you. Or he may have said, I went to Philadelphia, and they were like puppy dogs. In fact, one time I snapped my fingers, and Bob bought me a hot dog. It was a miracle. It was amazing. Uh, Never know. But you think you you go around Philly snapping your fingers? (laughs) Good things happen? It's probably like West Side Story. (laughs) When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. From your first cigarette to your last dying day. Do, 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 do. (laughs) Those idiots dress up on New Year's Day like they live in New Orleans year-round. I mean, real tough guys dressing up in dresses and makeup, you know, to, to prance around Broad Street down there for something called the Mummer's Parade. You'd probably like that, actually. The Mummer's Parade? Yeah, you'd probably take your kids to it once a month. What is one. it? Never New, New Year's Day, yeah. 6 a.m., drunk as skunks. They have, like, string band competitions in crazy, ornate outfits. What part of you it's makes you think that I would enjoy Because you're, like, you're that. the kind of guy that probably like that. 6 a.m. on New Year's morning, I don't think I like anything. Yeah, you'd probably, you'd probably take your kids there for it once. We got to go check out the Mummer's Parade. No shot. You can look it up. It's televised. No. It's like their version of the Thanksgiving Day I will parade. take my kid to Citizens Bank Park one day. I will take my kid to whatever they're calling their basketball arena these days. Yeah. I'll do that. By the way, Vinny, uh, turn on your microphone there. Uh, do you have to use a lot of extra fabric to make a suit for a guy like Big Mac, or is it well within the range of what we'd normally do? I plead the fifth. Yeah, see? <laughs> all right, there you go. I'm well aware. Down to my socks. Maybe a little bit extra. <laughs> down to my socks is casual male XL, so I'm, nah, nah, I'm well But here's aware. the question. <laughs> I understand that the new look <clears throat> these days for some men are, it's almost like a capri pant where <clears throat> they wear high waters on purpose, right? which I think is a terrible look for a right. human being. I hate it. But uh, has Big Mac made any requests like he wants the pants to stop at his ankles? Or is he going for the full down you know, mid-range uh, top of the foot? Yeah, what are he- we doing there, Big Mac? Uh, I think we'll go top of the foot. Top Actually, the since foot. we're celebrating Philadelphia and everything, I was going to go with, like, you know, knickerbockers and look like Benjamin Franklin. I was nice. thinking maybe the high all, the way, all the way up to the knee. There we could. go. Like, can yeah, you you like can make knickers. him knickerbockers? I'll do, I'll do both. I'll do a regular <laughs> pant. Well, and a we're knicker. only getting him one suit. I'll right, get him right. two. 
All right, he's got to pick, he's got to pick what I he wants. I'd love to make him a pair of knickers. Oh, uh, <laughs> by the way, I tell you what, throw in the knickers. We'll throw in the knickers. All right, but here's the deal. Yeah. You have to I wear them to work. You yeah, got to sure. come in here one day in knickers. All I'll, right? Whatever, I whatever, love that. Whatever is made for me, I will wear to work. Well, you video, bring it here. You'll try it on here yeah. so it fits, and Perfect. then I will work it out. Is that cool? Sure. All right. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be, be great. great. Yeah, he once made me a white-on-white suit. And I did, and yeah. I didn't let him alter it. Were you invited to a Were you invited to a like Puff Daddy party or something? <laughs> yeah, I was going to the Hamptons to hang out with P Diddy. Yeah. I was like, Vinny, I need a white on white. He's like, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Anyway, that's uh, Vinny. He's gonna hook uh, uh, Big Mac up. Chris, hi. Because uh, Big Mac doesn't have a suit. Yeah, and you gotta I'll have a suit just in case somebody does. You gotta have a suit. And this all came from the fact that Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Gave the Giants offensive line soon, said you and I panned it. I think it's, it was a terrible with all idea. due respect to Scorantino's yeah. uh, Taylor's. Uh, I think when you're a quarterback and a running back who have a combined net worth over $50 million, getting sorry, large offensive lineman suits <laughs> is a horrendous gift <laughs> yeah. because big guys normally don't want to be all constricted right. with a suit, right? And that led us well, to hooking you up. That's because they yes. are probably with what they make have to buy it off the rack. They don't have gentlemen like this coming in here and making perfectly good yeah. suits well, that fit great. So no, maybe I talked it's an to Nick Mangold about it. He agreed with me for well, a big guy. Yeah, you that's a it. tough gift. And now and you got to have somebody who knows what they're doing make it for you. Right now, there's fabric that has a little extra stretch in it, so it's a little yeah, better. Sure, for that. a little extra. You better get that. Double, you better get that double, like that trampoline <laughs> stretch. <laughs> Here's uh, Vincent in Astoria. Vincent, what's going on, kiddo? Craigie, I got a big dilemma, Craigie. I what have a surprise, 50, I got a surprise 50th birthday bash Saturday night at some hoity-toity restaurant. I don't even think they got a TV there. And a bunch of diehard Giant fans are going to be there. All right, so the here's, gonna uh, go? here's what you do. You got to call the restaurant up on your own. And, say, yeah. and ask for the owner or the manager yeah. and say, here's the predicament. If I bring a TV in, will you allow me to set it up so we can watch the game? That's what you got to oh, do. No I joke. think everyone's going to have their phones out and like kind of... Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, you don't want to be sitting on your phone all night and it's, uh, you know, it's a birthday party. It's a festive thing. Call, I'm telling right. you, if you call the restaurant up, where's the restaurant in Queens? No, no, somewhere out in uh, Long Island, Nassau, I think. Yeah, you call them up and tell them what's going on, and I guarantee you they'll let you bring a TV in, no doubt. All right, bro, thank you. Oh, man, you got it. Boy, Did you say suck, it was huh? a surprise party? Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, that's a problem. The guy could be listening right now saying, oh, that's uh, me. He don't know. <laughs> okay. Right, he didn't say the name of the restaurant, uh -huh. and it could be a lot of Vinny's from Astoria. I don't know, man. I think there's a good chance it's no longer a surprise party. I mean, I'm sure there's more than one Vincent that lives in Astoria, right? I would think. If not, the jig is up. Yeah, you tell yourself whatever you want to tell yourself. But that's what you do. You call the restaurant. I'm going to say, listen, if I come in the day before and I bring a TV, uh, can you set it up so that our dinner party can watch the game? That's an easy answer. That's a yes I, all I, day, every day. I think Vincent Von Vincent lives in Astoria. So now we know of at least three Vincents. Now we, well, two, at least. Well, he's Vincent Von third. Vincent. Oh, he's a double Vincent? Vincent. Double Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's what you do. I told you, when uh, Anthony was born, uh, I sent my brother-in-law out to Best Buy, gave him my credit card, said get the biggest TV you can get. And we bribed the nurses at the hospital with donuts and pizza and stuff. And they looked away. We rolled in a 55-inch Samsung Connected it to that little teeny TV on the wall. And Anthony was born. And a couple hours later, we're all laying in the hospital bed uh, watching the Jets and the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. So if you're nice to people and you ask kindly 
and you spliff a guy, they'll take care of you. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, like if you, and I mean, you can't, don't embarrass yourself, though. Don't hand the guy a $20 bill, it's embarrassing. Where do you got to go, 100 You give 200? him a fresh Benjamin. Yeah, put the Benjamin in his palm and say, thank you, appreciate it. And that game's on as long as you want it to be on. It's simple. But that's, you know, that's the life experience that you don't and have. And I don't think our last caller is going to be the only one thinking the same thing. Yeah, you have plans. I don't you think he's going to be the only person thinking, oh, there's a giant game tonight. Well, think about all the people who are like, oh, yes, honey, fine, honey. And she's like, we're going out Saturday night. I've had these plans with, with, with my sister for the last four months. You knew we had these plans. We're going. And you're like, yo, the Giants are playing. We've had these plans. We never see them. You better take it. To, you better do what you got to do. Put your foot down. Because I tell you Sam what, if you're, if you're sitting there, it's a deal breaker. If you're sitting there looking at your phone, and she's like, "Billy, don't you agree with that?" And you're like, "Huh? Yeah." That that gets old quick. That's why I think you go you go nuclear and just say, "I'm sorry, I'm not going." And, no, you can't do that. Of course, you can't. You can't do that. You got to pick your moments. Tell a woman, uh, or vice versa, if you're the gal who made you know your husband made these crazy plans for your family. You can't say, look, I'm not going. I think you can. Because no. if you spend, this you is what say, I try I'm to going, do. But here's the parameters. This is, this there is, better be a TV in that place. This is what I try to do. I always say yes, yes, yes to my wife on everything. Because I know there's going to be a moment. There's going to be a day. There's going to be a game in which I have to go nuclear. So if you give the yeses 95% of the time, like every well, who time. Who wants to do that? Well, you do it for this moment. No. You do it for this day. You can't emasculate yourself 363 days yes, of the you year. Can. Yes, you can. For the two can. days you want to watch a ball for game. For an NBA Finals or a World Series or an NFL playoff no. game, you bet your ass. I'll I emasculate myself nine times and on Thursday. See, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. This is why I'm the perfect guy to help you out here. But this is my game plan my entire life, and so far it's worked. Yes. Give everything you need until that moment of, hey, I'm sorry. No shot. Jet playoff game? See you later. This guy goes to three games a week. He's trying to make it sound like he says nothing but yes. Yeah. He's so full of it. Yeah. I do say the guy, nothing The guy's but at yes. Barkley said it three times a week. Now it goes like he says yes a lot because his beautiful wife's like, are you going to another game? <laughs> yes. yes. Are you going to another game? Yes. Hey, I mean, none of your teams have ever won. Why do you keep going to these games? <laughs> are you going to a Met game? Yes. A Net game? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But he got smart, Evan. I give Evan credit. I'm going to talk about him like he's not here. Thank you, Craig. Evan uses his kids as props now. How's that? And it's actually a brilliant move I give you credit for. What do I do? And every once in a while, he brings out his father-in-law, Jose, as a prop. See, the wife is not going to say no if you're like, I'm bringing your dad. Oh, that's a good point. Or, <laughs> hey, I'm bringing the boys, yo, that kind of thing. Right. When you involve the in-laws, all of a sudden, she ain't going to say no. That's a good point. Hey, listen, Jose once said he wanted to go see a game. I'm taking him this Saturday night to a game. That's right. Yeah. Oh no, Dad, you can't go to. You a gotta game. mix that in every once in a while. It can't just be exclusive. Yeah. I'm going out. You gotta yeah. throw in. He said a he always bit wanted to see the Denver Nuggets. They happened to be in town this week. <laughs> he, big he Denver Nuggets. Told me fan. that he's a big Nugget fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a bit uh, Mukhmal Durao fan. Don't give away. I never got to see him play. All of my secrets. Some of them. <laughs> I'm the magician. You can't we let it out. By the way, uh, next hour we're giving away a pair of tickets to see Metallica at MetLife. On Sunday, August 6th. So for those of you that like MetLife, still the best albums are the San Francisco Symphony for my money. But uh, they got new stuff out there, and Evan loves their blackened whiskey. So I'm sure there'll be a bunch of that being served there as well. Damn right. So maybe, Evan, uh, you'll take these tickets. What's better than that in the middle of August, baby?
Well, I mean, if you like blackened whiskey, I suppose nothing. Exactly. I suppose nothing if that's your drink. On a summer evening, drinking music, it's a jackpot. Unless, of course, your wife made plans for you that day and you can't get out of them. (laughs) That's why you wait for that moment when you say, sorry, That's why you go to a suite and you put the television on so she can hear Metallica and you can watch the ball game. You always got to think ahead. I always try to keep my weekends in January free just in case. Uh, I've never had to use that just in case, but it's available just in case. Giants-Eagles coming up Saturday night. The winner gets the winner of the Cowboys in San Francisco. And I got to tell you, in my lifetime, I don't know if I'll ever again see an NFL kicker missing four consecutive extra points. And I didn't realize if you go back to week 18, this guy Marr missed his last extra point in that loss against the Commanders. Yep. So he is now, well, he made the last one last night. He missed five consecutive extra points. So, Mike McCarthy kept running him out there, and I think he figured, I have a lead. As opposed to going for two. As opposed to going for two, right? It was an option at any point. But I think McCarthy figured, I'm up 6 nothing. I'm up 12 nothing. I'm 18 nothing. 20 Like, I've got room to make it right. Do you know how he kicked his last extra point? Because I'm sure a lot what of TVs were off. Why he kicked his last oh, extra point. Why? Dallas had a fourth and three. And decided not to kick about a 40-yard field goal. Because I'm sure Mike McCarthy's thinking, this guy can't kick an extra point. I got to build him back up. How could I ask him to kick a field goal? So they went for it on a fourth down play where normally, with that kind of score, I think it was 28-6 at the time, I'm going to go, or 26, whatever the score was, I'm going to kick the field goal. 24. They choose not to. Next play, Dak throws a touchdown pass. Great. Now what do you do? He comes out for the extra point. And he makes it. So, it so like went he from, ended on a positive note. Right. Yeah. It went from Mike McCarthy saying, I can't line him up for a field goal. Let's go for it on fourth down. Oop, the fourth down plays a touchdown to, all right, go kick the extra point. And he did it. By the way, you know, when you win a playoff game, especially a road playoff game, you know, that plane ride home is usually stuff that legends are made of. I would think that that Maher guy was miserable. I would think so. Like, yeah. they won the game, so he's a part of that. Sure. Everyone else is having a great time. You know, CeeDee Lamb has that wide-open touchdown. Dak Prescott had five touchdowns, four throwing, one running. Micah, you know, played a pivotal role, played his ass off last night. Who, And by the way, just had a baby girl, I guess, so have, uh, congrats to him on that. But if you're that Maher guy, I would think that that plane ride was miserable. Oh, of course, because you also think you're and, probably going to get fired. Part, you know what the worst part about it is? What? It's the placating that must go on. Every guy gone, you'll get him next time, champ. You'll get him next time, big guy. We got your back. Yeah, kind of thing. Right. At some point, I'd be like, son of a... Yeah, well, like, you saw it on the sideline. Like, Dak Prescott was frustrated. He's like, point, why don't we effing go for two? See, I think his biggest issue, unlike a Darius Slayton who was upset about the drop, is I think Maher's on that plane thinking they're going to cut me. Yeah, at least Jerry Jones said, uh, we've seen him kick enough. We're all right. You know the last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game? Yeah, 30 years today. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's been 30 years. They've lost like eight in a row. They finally won a road playoff game. Yeah. But Mike McCarthy's a big dumbass, right? Right, everybody? Well, that story's got to come to an end. He's stupid. He's a horrible head coach, right, everybody? He's terrible. 24 and 10 and won a, f- a road playoff game. It's pretty damn good. 24 and 10 the last two years. Back to back seasons of winning double digit games. They won a road playoff game against the quote unquote GOAT. But he's a big fat dumbass, right, guys? He's a horrible yeah. head coach. He's an idiot. He should be fired, right? Yeah, I want to hear all those apologies line up and kiss the feet of Mike McCarthy. And God, for what would he do if they beat the Niners? Oh, my God. Can someone tell Chris Pagliaro all we're talking today is Giants football? 
don't know what other show he listened to that wasn't talking Giants football, but it certainly wasn't ours. Horrible job by you and Evan today. It should be wall-to-wall Giants talk. <laughs> That's what it is, right? That's all we're doing is New York Giants talk today. But you have to acknowledge that they're playing the Eagles. What am I supposed to do? Not talk about the Eagles when I'm getting ready to talk Giants-Eagles football? And how about you leave the topic picking to the guys who do it and listen and be glad they were here to entertain you? I don't go to your job and tell you you're doing a bad job and accuse you of doing things or not doing things that you're actually doing, you knucklehead. Hashtag read the room. Get over yourself, Ace. We're making watching the Giant Eagle game more palatable for people who don't want to go down to Philadelphia.